I did not expect that, but okay. Hello, guys. Uh, welcome to the Reach Podcast again. Uh, it's been about two or three weeks since we did this. And I'm going to start doing a series finally. And this is just a henna tattoo to you Christians that say again so. But anyways, um, I'm going to start a series on health and more so just life as a Christian and going over the hardships mostly and talking about things we all struggle with because I know a lot of us will be struggling with what I'm gonna, we're going to be talking about, especially at this one. And this is mainly toward, I don't know if it's really towards Christians as a whole, because I know this is definitely for people outside of Christianity, like, and as a way in to like realize that they're not alone. So I have, again, Noah, like normal my co-host, and then our special guest, Kayla, who's an amazing friend of ours, who's in our ministry. And it's just, yeah, it's just amazing to have you. <laughs> <laughs> so... Hey, yo. Dude, yeah. Before Matt started recording, this must be a new Zoom feature, dude. Like the whole like when it said the thing and the thing popped up, it gave me an option to consent to Matt recording. What if I just press no? <laughs> Could you? I imagine? think that would have been really funny. Would, no. would you think it would have literally just like stopped the recording? I think it would have. <laughs> I think it would have. <laughs> I should. I should have just held on to it for a second and then pressed it like five <laughs> yeah. minutes in. Dude, that would have been that would have threw me off so much because I would just like kept on talking. <laughs> Oh, you guys are evil. Just keeps on like uh, talking and then like nothing's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you haven't, so what we're going to kind of talk about today is mental health, suicide, and just some uh, like a big area that like I know some of us Christians have gone through, but also a lot of normal people have gone through. Like we all as humans will struggle with questioning whether or not our life is worth it. And Yeah. But Noah, do you want to lead us in with prayer? Sure. Are we ready? Yeah. Yes. Father God, I just thank you for this night. I thank you for this opportunity, Lord, that you've given us to talk about uh, mental health, Lord, something that not just Christians, but everybody struggles with in some sense, Lord. And so I just pray that whoever may need this message, um, whoever needs to hear this, God, and hear the words that you've given us, I pray they would find this somehow, God, and that they would be impacted, Lord, not by us, not by our words, but by your Holy Spirit, God, speaking through us. I just thank you for this opportunity. I pray that everything we say, Lord, would not be from the flesh, but would be from the Spirit, Lord, and that it would all be used for your glory, and that people would come to know you and to love you more through this, God. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's so good, Noah. Yeah. So I guess since None of us really planned this well enough because it's kind of in a moment because me and Noah are going off for the majority of the day tomorrow. And then, yeah, but I think this was just something that we kind of had on our hearts to do. And yeah, um, so Kayla, since you kind of had a plan and stuff, you guys can introduce this stuff because, again, I was gone because I was closing my bathroom door. (laughs) So yeah, Kayla, you can open us up and let's just talk. Thanks, Matt. Um, there's a lot that I wanted to talk about, but this is just kind of like, you know, the first thing that I wanted to like bring up. So I have this little analogy for you. Okay. So I said, imagine you cut your leg to the bone. You'd go and get that checked out, right? You know, you wouldn't just be like, oh, it's fine and leave it to get infected. Um, so why is it the same, you know, that when you're hurting inside, you know, you don't treat it the same. You kind of wave it off and you're like, oh, it's fine. You know, oftentimes I think that we don't give the same amount of care and respect to internal wounds as we do 
external ones because I feel like you know everybody just kind of finds it harder to believe in what we can't actually see Mm -hmm. and I think it's not only that with like mental health and like internal versus like external wounds but it's also in like faith it's something we can't see that's kind of the whole point of it so a verse that my all-time favorite verse is philippians 4 6 or 7 that says do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and position so i just wanted to kind of like open up with that by saying like it's not something that we can see but you know neither is faith it's something that's important but you know we don't give it the same care. We don't give it the same, you know, show it the same love, if that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, no, you can uh, introduce us and stuff because I'm not working on some. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I didn't really have a plan either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but going off what Kayla said, um, I think prayer is a huge um huge part of mental health because again like i mentioned in the prayer it's something everybody struggles with christian or not um and don't like if you're a christian watching this like don't feel bad because you struggle with it it's a normal thing i promise um it's normal to have doubts it's normal to struggle with things like that um but what jesus wants you to do in the in these times is actually run to him um to seek him to seek the truth in him and his word um and a huge part of that is obviously communication um you look at it like any other friendship or relationship in your life right if there isn't constant communication or even if just like one person's all in but the other isn't that relationship's not going to grow it's not going to flourish um and it's the same way with god um if you want to know jesus you want to know his heart you want to know um the purpose that that he created you for you have to get into his word and you have to talk to him um so so that's definitely a huge part like run to jesus if this is something you struggle with talk to him about it be vulnerable with him he wants your vulnerability um he already knows everything about you but he wants to help you he wants to um give you rest in these situations he's teaching you um through the struggles and through the pain so just continue to pursue him and don't feel bad about struggling with it it's a normal thing yeah Um, just run to jesus definitely I know for me, especially I I've done this, like me and Noah were talking yesterday and like, I got them like doing this thing of like, for me, I love to smile. I love to give everyone a sense of reasons to smile to always try and make people smile. But like for the majority of my life, I've always gone through hardships. I've never really had a time in my life where I got to like sit peacefully and be like in a, in an actual state of happiness. So I've always had a broken smile. And like, I've constantly like, it's like gotten hard on myself. Cause I'm like, wow, I fell into sin. Like I, Again, I struggle with pornography, I struggle with sexual sin. Like, so like whenever all that stuff came to me, I was just like, man, I hate myself. Like, I keep on failing. Like, I keep on disappointing. Like, I can't get better. And even like whenever I run away, even whenever I do all this and like, and it's like, and then after my trip, I was just like, God, you know that. And I know it's going to take me a long time. I don't know how long. It could be only a few days, but I know it's going to take a while. But either way, you're going to move through me and I want that to happen. And so I'm going to wait for it and I'm going to trust you instead of like trusting how my heart can act and how my feelings can act and everything. So in that, I kind of got a new smile. I kind of just started smiling for real where I can like smile now and be like happy knowing that whenever it's hard, it's okay because still God's working even whenever it gets hard. Even whenever I get hard on myself, I don't get hard on God because it's like, 
he carried me through this. Like I could be like, all of us could be in so much of a darker place if we didn't like obey God. And like, if we didn't like follow how he had it, like if we try to do our own way, we fall a lot farther down than if we did it God's way, we could still fall, but we don't fall flat on our faces. He catches us right before. Yeah. Dude, literally like, praise God, bro. Like the Holy spirit literally just guides conversation. You just said something that I, yeah, I need to elaborate on. Um, you talked about how you struggle with pornography specifically, right? Everyone has their own struggles. Um, but because you were so like focused on your, your failure or like your performance within this, this thing, you, it was bad for your mental health, right? You were way too hard on yourself and it made you want to run farther away from Jesus rather than towards him. Right. I went through the same thing. Um, literally just a few months ago, I was way too focused on my performance. I literally like lost focus on Jesus himself. Um, and it made me want to run farther from him. It made me just like dwell in my sadness. I was way too hard on myself all the time. And it's because I wasn't constantly reminding myself of why Jesus came and died for us in the first place. Right. We're imperfect people. Um, I was, I was setting like an impossible standard for myself to be this perfect person. Right. Like I'm not Jesus. Um, I'm not as much as I want to be. Um, so like, dude, I was literally so hard on myself. Anytime I made a little mistake, anytime I wasn't deep studying scripture for hours a day and I literally ran farther from Jesus and it was so bad. But when I recognized that like Jesus came for broken, imperfect people, um, and you actually come to recognize like that, that God doesn't want us. I mean, he doesn't need us, but he wants us. God does want you. I promise that was my bad. (laughs) Um, but yeah, when you recognize that, God doesn't need you, but he wants you. And he sent Jesus for your imperfections, for your mistakes. Um, And you run to him in those moments rather than just like being fearful to go to him because you've messed up or you're too focused on yourself. You know what I mean? I kind of want to go off on what Noah said there. Like, I completely agree. I feel like we, especially as Christians, have this like view of like, we have to be perfect in the eyes of the Lord and everything. And obviously none of us, you know, we never will be, we never we aren't, but we make mistakes. And I especially am so hard on myself, like you said, and, you know, we sin and we mess up and, you know, we think that like God is mad at us, but we don't really realize that like he had everything in our lives that like everything we were going to do, everything we were going to say, everything is already planned out before us. Like it's already pre-planned. So, you know, we beat ourselves up over like all these mistakes, but you know, it's really important to just like turn to him and like, you know, like Matt once told me, you know, just like talk to him like you're talking to a friend, you know, like he's there and he's, you know, willing to forgive everything that you've done. And he knows everything that you've done and everything that you will do. And I think that's just something we forget a lot of the time. Definitely. Man. I'm right now. Okay. So right now I have an ear, but like one of my earbuds in my ear just so I can have worship music playing. Cause like, I always like to be in that mindset, but like, I don't know. Like, I know this is kind of off topic, but like, I always, I love the song. It's when you walk in the room and it's just, and I kind of like, that's, I'm not going to go off of the song lyrics. I'm going to go and go off of just the title itself. Like, again, a lot of us, we get super hard on ourselves. Like when we start to tank, like we feel horrible. We're like, Oh my gosh, I hate this day. I, like, I hate everything. Like I don't want to be here. I just want to go to sleep. I don't want to think about anything else. But, and that's, again, that's me a lot of the time. 
like whenever like, I have a horrible day at school, I have a horrible day at practice, I have a horrible day in my faith. And but like then in that moment where I'm like, okay, hold up. And I stop for just a brief minute and just put on a song of any kind, like any worship song. It's like God just walks into the room, just kind of he kind of gives me a gentle slap in the face, but then he braces me with a hug. It's just like he walks into the room and he just calms all of the feeling of doubt and of unsafety that I have. And like for me, the hardest place to live, to be in ever in my life is my house. Not for the people in it, but because I feel so much guilt for the stuff I've done in this house, the stuff I've thought of doing in this house. And so whenever like, and even my room, like I have so much guilt here, but yet God walks in the room and he just takes it all away. And I'm just like, wow, why do you do this to me? Like, I feel guiltier whenever I sin, but like, I am so grateful that you come in and just take all of that when you walk into this room. Yeah. And I really wanted to, um, emphasize on something Kayla said where she said um like don't be ashamed because God already knew it was going to happen God knows you better than you know yourself um he knew you before you were even born he knew what you were going to do before you were even born so your your sin and your mistake that may be um making you stumble or make you like question things or be too hard on yourself it's no surprise to God um again he already knew it was going to happen so when you go to him um in prayer like don't be ashamed um, God knew it was going to happen. Um, and that's exactly why, why Jesus died, right? Because we mess up and God um, still wanted relationship with us. He still yeah. wants us to run to him despite our brokenness. So yeah, like don't be ashamed um, or feel like God doesn't want you. He does. Yeah. Um, he wants to renew you, restore you. Um, like it talks about, I can't remember the verse in Job, but it literally just says like, come to God and let him restore you. Like literally dude yeah okay wait this has popped in my head because i i'm this is one of my favorite videos that i've ever seen like i literally love watching it i love watching it repeat i love hearing the words every single time it's um jesus loves barabbas by jesus smith like he's an amazing preacher i love listening to his sermons but again he talks about barabbas and how in the end of the day we're barabbas like we're the ones that like should have gone to the cross but he took the place instead and it's like but didn't you know, like he go to says, like, didn't you know, like he was going to do all this stuff? Like, didn't you know that we were going to say all this stuff? And he's like, I knew it, but like, I still loved you. And I went on that cross for you. Like he, again, he knows you before you're born, you're born. Like he knitted you in your mother's womb. He carved the path ahead of you. And like, sure, your decisions can like change like which way, but like, it's still his path there's still streets and roads that you can turn onto and like, sure it will go a different way, but it always comes back to the pathway either to heaven or hell. Like you're going to end up at two gates and which one you end up going down is it. But like, it still amazes me that like, even though in spite of everything, in spite of all of them, like, all the people that cursed him, all the people that mocked him and all the people that ridiculed him, obviously hung on that cross that stoned him and threw stuff at him. Like he still loved them. Like, Mary Magdalene, like she went and wept at his feet, probably guilt acknowledging how guilty she was in front of him. Like she knew it was the son of God and she wept and like Judas judged her. And he's like, why you should have just saved the perfume. He's like, no, like I can be here with you guys. Like all this stuff I can have for, I can be money can be there for eternity, but I'm only here for a little bit of time. So it's just realizing like, yeah, God, he's there and you just gotta be willing to like kneel at his feet and 
while it may feel like I'm kneeling, I feel for the brief amount of time, God never left that room when you were hurting. I get it. Like a lot of us struggle with it. Like we all struggle with mental health and like tanking in our faith. And it's just something we all, I hate that we have to deal with, but it's just part of being human. We're not perfect. We're not going to be like a hundred percent all the time. We're going to like, we may say it, but we'll at some point fall just a bit, not a hundred percent, but we will fall. And that's just a human being. We're not going to be like, all our lives it's going to be over the place but still god loves us and he never left that room when you were there i feel like we spend so much time oh sorry no i feel (laughs) like we spend so much time like when things aren't going right we're like oh this is not where i'm supposed to be and we set deadlines for ourselves and god's just kind of you know he laughs and he's like you know like these this is gonna happen you know you are exactly where you are supposed to be whether you realize that or not exactly yeah like like whenever we get into a rough spot we're always like okay how do i get out of it we're never like okay i need to go into this like Mm -hmm. that's something like i love to have to i love have to emphasize a lot of the time whenever people come and be like i feel like i'm in such a rough spot like well you're the one that got yourself there you kind of got you got to live yourself through it but like that's because god has a plan for this like yeah. Like, there's something my pastor said that I love to that I told Noah whenever our friend had to I asked our friend to go through this. We simply pray when it, if someone's so high up in themselves, pray for dis- their destruction because that way they can find God quicker. Pray for the lowest of the low, that way they can see God because you can't wish hardship like you should never wish anything bad on them, but wish holy like just wish righteously on them like. You got to be one like to say, okay, you need to go through something because God's not going to work through you if your heart's made out of stone. So pain has purpose, boys. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to something Matt said um, last time he spoke. Um, I don't remember exactly what you said, my bad, but you said something about this world being temporary and the Holy Spirit just like sparked something in my mind. I think a huge part of the reason, again, it's it's normal to struggle with mental health, but I think a lot of our struggles with mental health result from focusing too much on this world um, because it is so temporary. We tend to get, because it's in the moment, right? It makes sense. We tend to focus so much on like this little bit of like our life, okay? Even just like, this little bit in that area. Okay. We focus so much on this and stress ourselves out about this. And we forget about all of eternity. We literally forget the purpose as to why God created us. Um, and so I think like, like if you're struggling with something and you feel like it results from, um, focusing too much on on this certain aspect of your life or this area of your life, that's not fulfilling you. Like, I want to ask you, um, in a very loving way, um, like where is your heart found in? Like, what are your eyes fixed on? Are they fixed on what's temporary, what's in this moment, or are they fixed on what's eternal, what truly matters? Um, and when you fix your eyes on Jesus and following his will and his plan for your life, um, it's not always going to be easy. Like I said, it's normal for Christians, Christians to struggle with mental health too. Um, but a lot of like struggles with mental health, they result from focusing too much on this world and things of this world, which will always fail us rather than focusing on Jesus and who yeah. he is and the plan he created us for. So. Yeah. And a lot of people, again, a lot of people don't see that. Like they always see, oh my gosh, it's because I'm stupid. It's because I'm evil. Like because of all things I did. Well, yeah, it's kind of that, but it's like, it's because you fell so much in love 
with an idol that it became your own destruction. And again, in destruction, there's always going to become beauty. Like if you look at a wildfire, whenever, like some people, like, again, they're, they destroy a lot of things, buildings, houses, lives, and like trees and everything else. But like, if you see like the aftermath, you kind of see beauty in it. Cause like you see new life starting new life comes about like in a wildfire. That's like where I want to be. Like, I want to be in that wildfire with God, like take out the old and put and bring life to the new. Cause I'm done living in this life of hurting constantly from stupid, stupid things. Like the stupidest of the stupid and rages to serve you. That's something I've always loved. Whenever I talk with guys, it's like, I will probably fall back in this thing, but I want you to take it more away each and every time. Me and Noah were talking the other night about my trip, but also an experience I have, which is with a person coming back into my life and asking for a second chance in a relationship. And for me, I'm a human person. I love talking to people. I love being a human people. I'm the most social person in the world. Like I love having, and the devil uses that to his advantage. He loves these relationships because I love being in one. I love doing my best in them, but like he uses that against me. But in that moment, I was like, I can't do this. This is temporary happiness. In fact, it'll probably cost me more pain away from God in that relationship than if I, if I wasn't in it. So I said, hey, nope, I can't do it. I'm the same for me. I need to be with God. And they hated me. They literally said F you and left. But I was like, there you go. That's why. But I just said, I love you. I'm praying for you. And I'll see you around. Going off of Matt. Oh, I did it again, Noah. I'm sorry. I I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to be like, there you go. um, Going off of Matt's wildfire reference, it reminded me of a quote that said, not all storms come to destroy. Some come to clear a path. And I feel like oftentimes, you know, we're in the middle of like all this chaos and we're, you know, waiting for the way out, but Jesus is right there beside us, you know, and he's just like, Hey, take a second and walk with me because this is what you need right now. And we have to, you know, go through that storm before it becomes all clear because, you know, if everything were good, then nothing would be good. So we have to understand the storm before it can clear, if that makes any sense. Yes. Um, Matt, did you have anything else to add? Because I got like a, a idea. Uh, no, I did not. Okay, I was just gonna ask um, Kayla. Like, I know you're super passionate about the subject of mental health and everything. Praise God, uh, that's awesome. Um, well, what is some areas uh, of mental health, like different aspects within it, that that you see a lot that you feel like are pretty common? Is there anything you want to say, like about? any of those specific areas like whether that be anxiety depression suicide anything um within that topic I definitely it's something that I see every single day I talk to people about it every single day but I feel like there's such a stigma around (laughs) around like mental health yeah my cat's over there sorry guys um mental health is just such a like a hush topic, like it's something we can't talk about. But I yeah. think it's something that we have to talk about, you know, like, I feel like everybody experiences it, even like, you know, the people you wouldn't expect, because it's, you know, you never know what somebody's going through. But I feel like, you know, it's just something nobody talks about, that it's something that we should talk about, like, we should normalize that, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, like I any, deep, I any deep wound, <laughs> any deep wound, you got to clean it. It's yeah. going to hurt, but it's so worth it when you do. It will cause a lot more than any like diseases that could come in and hurt you more. So you just got to open up. One of the, oh, did I just interrupt you? No, um, you're fine. I feel like one of the things that like all of that, like mental health, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's all about like what you're anxious about, what you don't know, what you're unsure of, or what you're insecure about. And it's, you know, it's a personal battle. It's a, you know, a struggle, but you know, God gives his toughest battles to the strongest soldiers. That's something that I like to remind myself sometimes, but I feel like, you know, we oftentimes, you know, we like look at what God created and we think about how, oh, this is such a mess. This is such a, we think about everything that's wrong with us, but we don't realize, you know, like you're not a mistake. You're not an accident. Everything that you are, like God took his time on you. So everything that you see that is like, oh, it's a mistake. This is, you know, God's looking down, you know, like, hey, that's something I made. Like you wouldn't criticize like something like, you know, Divin, uh, Van Gogh, like, created so he's you know looking down thinking the same thing you know like you wouldn't criticize an artist masterpiece so why are you criticizing yourself if that makes any sense that is so factual what you just said um (laughs) if you're watching this and you're struggling with like knowing like your worth or your value literally think about how you exist right now like how much of a miracle that is like we don't understand that as people it like it's literally insane the fact that we exist um it literally just goes to show like god created you for a reason um, again he knew you before you even born okay um so you're valuable to him um he proved it on the cross he didn't just say he loved us but like romans 5 a talks about he demonstrated it on the cross um created you with a purpose um it's literally a miracle that you're here that, that god wakes you up every day um it's for a reason even if you're going through stuff um it's normal but again like run to jesus and try and change your perspective on the hardships um the bible talks a lot about not being able to change your circumstances but actually changing your perspective and seeing trials as an opportunity for great joy um you look at this in like acts and other books too where the apostles literally like rejoiced in suffering especially for christ um, because they knew that pain had purpose um, and that God was using it to shape them into the person that he created them to be. So, yeah. Also, I will be making another zoom right after this one ends because I know this is going to be a longer one. I'm going to try <laughs> and work on editing. Finally, I'm going to try and work on that, but I know it's going to be rough and I'm sorry to you guys viewing this, but I'll put, and whenever it goes on Spotify, I'm going to put this in two parts for you all. So you guys still get to hear it all. So don't worry about that, but. So, yeah, if you're watching this, you'll have to just wait a minute for that to come out because I'll probably have to release this on Spotify first and then do editing for this like in the next few days because oh yeah, trips. But anyways, yeah, I just I don't know why, but like guys just always been revealing that to me. Like he's just so of how valuable your life is. Sure, you're made into an imperfect world. Sure, you live in the hard, like a hard life and you're like, why did God put me in this position? Because if you were in a different position, would you be the same person you are today? And while that sounds like, well, duh, I would probably be different. Well, yeah, but you probably wouldn't be the person that people love you for who you are now. I, For me, again, adopted. If I wasn't, 
And also, I moved to Missouri. Now, think about if I, things turned out differently. What happens if I had never been adopted? I probably would have never met God. I probably would have never committed suicide. I probably would never have moved to met my best friend that I visited the other day. And I never would have met Noah. <laughs> I never would have met this ministry, probably. Yeah, because like I and you <laughs> and, and Cody. Oh. <laughs> but like, I never would have met so many amazing people had I not been adopted. And if I never moved to Tennessee, well, if I never moved from Tennessee, I probably would probably be taller, but <laughs> probably taller, a lot buffer because I would be doing sports. But like, either way, like God gave my life purpose in a different way. I may not understand it, but God gave this life so much more. Like your life is so valued. You may not like it. You may not want it, but God loves it. God loved you for who you were when he made you. That is like, factual. Um, I don't know about you it guys. Is yep. I don't know about you guys, but I, I, like Matt said, I literally wouldn't have found Jesus if it wasn't for struggles with mental health. Um, I was in a spot personally where I was way too focused on the things of this world that I lost sight of Jesus my whole life. Um, and, and specifically relationships. I gave everything I had to a relationship that was not God's will. God did not allow it to work. Um, when you put everything you have into something that's of this world, it's going to fail you. Um, and, and you're literally going to feel so broken and hurt. Um, I literally felt like I lost everything. Um, I was in the worst spot I've ever been mentally, but if it wasn't for that happening, I wouldn't have recognized how much I actually needed Jesus and he changed my life. So again, like Matt said, we live in a fallen world. We live in a world that is full of sin, suffering, um, disease, sickness, all these different things that mental health can revolve around. Okay. But even though these things are so prevalent in society, it doesn't mean that God can't use it for a purpose and for breakthrough. Yeah. So I feel like oftentimes we like when we're really in a rough spot, we kind of, you know, we run away from God and, you know, there's a constant conversation with God and it's kind of when you, he's always talking to you, you just have to, you know, take the time to listen. So when, you know, you're having a rough spot and you're running away from God, all you really did was change the station. Like the communication is still coming through. You're just not interpreting it in the same way. And I feel like we forget that even though, you know, we're like, running away from him, ignoring him, he's still like right next to us. He's still right there with us, just, you know, reaching out, hoping that we'll hear him. And, you know, until eventually we kind of fall so hard onto the ground that we have to turn to him and he helps us get back up on our feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, I'm trying to like pull up something to do, but <laughs> I feel like this is something that I was going to say earlier is like, okay. So I saw this in a TikTok the other day. I'm not even going to lie, but um, let's say, you know, like God has like his plan written out for you and he's, you're going to meet the love of your life at like 30 years old and you know, you're going to get married. It's going to be great. Woohoo. You know, I'm getting married. <laughs> I mean, the love of my life. <laughs> yeah, at 30 years old. But, you know, you don't want to wait. You want to. Man, that's yeah. late. You, well, you know what? God's timing. <laughs> hey, Jesus is, Jesus but, is the um, love of your life. <laughs> yes. You want to, you know, let's say, you know, you don't want to sit around and wait for the one that God has out for you. 
you could get divorced three times, but it's still going to happen at, you know, 30 years old. But now you've, you know, been divorced three times, but you could, you know, trust that God has a plan and trust that what is coming is coming for you. And it's still going to happen one way or another, but it's up to you to decide how that happens. If that makes any sense. I feel like I say that a lot. Yeah. All right. So for people listening, I'm going to have to make a new Zoom, so we'll come back really shortly for the next part. And for viewers who are watching, give us a sec. Again, sorry if it's going to be rough. But anyways, I'll make you guys a new Zoom. Just give me a minute. So. Bye, everybody. Oh, hang on. It's not bye yet. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah. Kayla, Kayla wants to leave already, bro. Oh, like, man. Dude. I thought I was that boring. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys in a sec. See y'all in a second. There we go. <laughs> there you go.